All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony in fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. 
Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. And you want to make this work, and I can't help but think that I love you first. It's getting harder, girl. Can I take it on more? I can hear your heart crying out for me. It's the crying out. <laughs> Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. We're here another week feeling good. Yes, we have made it. Another day. We have made it. You know how consistent we are with this. I want to apply this consistency into other areas. Yeah. Your atomic habits. Yes. Tap into your atomic habits. Make it a thing. Yeah. Make it a thing. I need to. I'm like, ooh, what can what can I do be doing better? A lot of things. Oh my God. Once I get to sitting there thinking about that, I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. A lot of things. Uh, all the things. But it's okay. We don't have a lot of time, but we are self aware. So that means things can happen. Right. Change can occur. It can. So how are you doing? I'm doing really well. I am feeling better. Then just uh, considering like, you know, all things. You were not feeling better at one point? No, I've been feeling down. You know that. What? Girl. This girl's acting like we don't talk every day. When were you feeling down? Oh, my God. Now everybody's oh. here. Okay, I do I do recall. I okay. do recall last week you were when we were talking after work, you were telling yeah. me. Yeah. She's not feeling her best. Okay. But I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling better. So that's good. Good. On the bright side. Yeah. You can't let things get you down. 
Man, you cannot let you get things get but you. But they do be getting you down. I'm I I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling kind of like, you know, indifferent, like not hella bad, but also not hella good. I honestly feel like I need there's some things I I need um what? What is what do you does what does Brittany need? I don't know, something. I need to I need to laugh. Do I need to go to a comedy show? I definitely need to shake my ass. I have not um, re- exercised my sacral. Yeah. Sacral movement. <laughs> the sacral movement of sorts. Wait, so why do you feel like you need to laugh? Like you just need some light heartedness in your yeah, life? Yeah, I need to like la- like a belly aching. Like, <laughs> you know, I've laughed, but not like a real like. Down home hearty. Yeah, like a just, yeah, yeah. It's been given real serious. I've been feeling like everything's been like decisions, processes, take yeah. care of this, take care of that. A lot you of know, adulting. a lot of not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been fun missing. So I need to prioritize fun for a little bit. Yeah. I need to put fun at the center. Maybe coming off the heels of um planning everything that's, that we're planning. Yeah, I think some fun can be implemented. I mean, we can sprinkle some throughout, but it's really nose to the ground time. It's truly nose. Yeah, to the, and the nose the is way, scraped. The way, yeah, it's giving. I put my nose to the ground, and then somebody pulled my hair. Like, bitch, it's my nose bloody. was already on the ground. It's giving bloody, but there's so much work to do. So I feel like um, we'll we'll be on the incline and up for some fun soon. We just got to get over this little. I hump. know my body just needs some because I just feel like when I was I'm thinking, when's the last time I had some fun? When is the last time? I don't know. Hmm. There's work to be done. <laughs> yes, there's work to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's there's an opportunity for fun this weekend if you'd like. What? The link up. Oh, yeah. I want to go to the link. up. Oh, she does. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Let's set that up then. Mm-hmm. Okay, the girls are pulling up. The girls are doing a thing. Um, I don't know if we'll see y'all there, but if you see us, this will be af- posted after. Yeah. Hopefully you said hello. Right. Anywho, um, so did you do anything fun this weekend? Was there anything <gasps> exciting that happened? No. No? What did I do this weekend? It's pretty low-key. Dinner on Friday. It was chill. Um, Saturday, I ran errands. And, you know, I did stay on Saturday mornings. I want to, like, wake up and, like, maybe go on a walk, which I did do. Went to a cute coffee shop. You know, just trying coffee shops in the mm. neighborhood. Yeah. Went to a very cute one by your house. Yeah. It's called Tartine, and they make their own, like, bread and pastries okay. and stuff like okay. that. So it was really good sourdough bread. I had the bread and jam and a very good matcha latte. Nice. On the West Adams. Nice. And then I just went to run some errands, and then Saturday was chill for the rest of the day. And then Sunday, we did have brunch with the girls. So that was cool. That was very cute. Yeah. I feel like I had a consistent but relaxed weekend. Okay. Friday was work and uh, went out and had a little family night. It was like a little family and fun. We went to celebrate my uh, younger brother's birthday, mm-hmm. and we all just happened to go down. And we were meeting friends out. That evening at Kana Rum Bar, if you're interested in like, it's not, it's not, um, 
It's low key. It's kind of low key. And I guess it's more like if you know, you know, type vibe It's membership only, but it's really easy to oh. get it. Yeah, but it's really easy to get a membership. You just oh. pay like flat rate for the year and then you can get in. But you can only get in with a member or with a membership. OK, so um, it was super cute in there. Spanish music, some some um, hip hop R&B jams that kind of like everybody know, like um some sprinkling some 50 cent here and there. Yeah. Something like that. Jerd about. Yeah, it's giving that. But okay. a cute little vibe, very dark and swanky. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom was there. Jack was there. Now, Jack had a lot to drink this night. I said. Maybe he had some tension he needed to release. I'm like, Jack, it's giving 20 years old. What was he drinking? Tequila. And I was like. Babe. He was getting loud? No, he wasn't getting loud. But I could just tell like the alcohol was, you know, like, you know, oh. how you start feeling it. I was like. Hey, you know, I, I said, babe, no more shots, no more shots. Oh, y'all were doing shots. I was not. I didn't do anything. No. I was like, no more shots. I had um one cocktail that was really nice. It was a dohini. It was very fruity and just mm, yummy. It was rum. They don't have much tequila, so it was a good vibe. Um, but Kana Rum Bar, if you're interested in that type of vibe, mm-hmm. and then Saturday errands. I went to get my nails done. Y'all, everything is really going up. The price of a mani-pedi, honey, it's going to run you 200 If you get a Russian. So this is when yeah. Germany and I decided to take a walk on the wild side. Um, was it during the panty? Yeah, that's yeah. when I first started going. During the pandemic, you know, nail shops were far and few in between. You had to get in where you fit in. Mm-hmm. And so um, the homegirl, Kayla, she found a Russian manicure spot. Mm-hmm. Who was doing manicures, and we're like, okay. During the pandemic, I was giving During, very yes, much out back door. It was, we were entering in through the back door, but they had a technique. Now, if you've ever seen nail pics on Instagram, and you're wondering what are they doing, right? Like, how are they getting their nails so perfect? Like the Van Hand models, they're probably getting a Russian manicure because once it's the cuticles just hit different. They're, the cuticles are really clean. They're so That's good. That's the difference. They're so good. So we went in there. The moment I got that manicure, that Russian manicure, I knew that I was not returning back to lovely nails. Yeah, no, I, I could not either. And my nail place used to drag me. So I definitely said, OK, I get it. Yeah. I won't go back. But the thing is, you pay. It is. So the price has gone up and um, I'm not complaining because I know I'm going to keep paying it. But <laughs> it, it's the truth. It's the truth. Um, so yeah, I did some light errands, went out on Saturday night to a warehouse party, got real grunge with it, um, and came home, chilled Sunday. Yes. The brunch was so cute. You know what I was thinking is it was very nice to connect. Um, you know how you're kind of friends. So, so we, we hung out, we have, it was just nice to like, get to know our girlfriend a little better. Like a little deeper, like more yeah, of a one-on-one right, vibe. Right, I was right, like, that right. was so cute. I yeah. really enjoyed that. And um, I'm like inspired by Tiana in a whole new way. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I, yeah, it's not, I was telling my mom about Tiana's journey and just how like, yes, we definitely need to surround ourselves. Not like this is our first time meeting with Tiana. We've no. Know, we've known Tiana. We've hung out with her. But this, this was our first time going to Tiana's home. Yes. Which was beautiful. Yeah. And also having like more one-on-one time with her like right. after Alicia left. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, that's so special. And I want to open myself up to more of those interactions. And just like the friendship expert, Danielle, has said, you never know where who can be your friend. You have all these people in your life, but you sort of categorize them in a way that's like, oh, they could they can't be a close friend for whatever reason. But it's like, truly, they can be. Right. So um, I had a really good time and really enjoyed myself and the company you all had. 
kept me. <laughs> the what? The company we shared. Oh, I'm like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it was a great company. We were there for hours. We were. I said, I didn't expect to be there that long, but here I am. <laughs> here I am. I came I home like, okay. Yeah, I know. So it was good, though. Um, what else is happening? My boo was like, who does brunch for six hours? I said, me. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> It's her who does brunch for six hours. It's easy to do when you're having great conversations. It's really easy. Like, we're in the comfort of of someone's home. The drinks are flowing. The conversation is great. And we're just like, who cares about the time? Yeah, we're just Time wasn't an issue. There was nowhere else to be. Yeah. This is true. So, I want to do more of that. Maybe you should host the next Girl. (laughs) She always says that. I was about to say, girl, fuck you. I'm not hosting. You should definitely host something. You've never done it. Oh my no, God! Kidding. The I'm just pressure. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I would like to, but I don't feel like I, I'll help you. We can co-host. I'm sure you would. I would be expecting it. <laughs> I'm like, this is actually the other lady of the home. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, I truly would. I would be like, girl, move around here, like you, right? Like you know what? The Come fuck over going here and on. start helping cook. Right? Exactly. I I want to host something, but I feel like I'm so straight and narrow, y'all. I feel like I would be nervous. It would be too loud, and just I I. <laughs> I truly do. I live in an apartment building, so I would be concerned. Like, is it too loud? Are my guests? I mean, it's too- not like we get rowdy or anything. It was the, the volumes kept it pretty controlled. I know, depending on how many people you have there. I I I was talking about just like the next little girls' brunch. Oh, maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe I will. Maybe it'll be like a September type vibe or October. Yeah. Whenever, I don't know. whenever it works for you. Yeah, I'll think about it. I I think so. I need to get a new couch. Right, but we all have homes. We should open up our homes sometimes because we always just go to Alicia's. We should. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I'm about to start doing things i never done before. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. I'm yeah. going to, because we shared this. I'm a, sometimes I find myself afraid to live and to be outside of my comfort zone. Right. And doing things that truly make me uncomfortable. I'm such a creature of habit. I'm very risk adverse. I can be a little worrisome. And. That keeps me limited. Limited. It, that's the perfect word. It that keeps, keeps me limited. limited. And sometimes I feel like I have like all my energy is like pent up in this neat little box in the inside of me. And I just want to like pop it and just let it flow. Yeah. Let it flow. Yeah. Like let we it. are adult women. This Relax. is what adult women do. Like it can just be whatever we want it to be. Do you want it to be brunch? Do you want it to be wine night? We try different wines and that cheeses. That would be so, a charcuterie party. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like just something where it's real chill. We listen to music. We're having a good time. Great conversation. But a lot of times I feel like what limits me from doing that is like, I want my house to be a certain way. Like, you know, I'm trying to, I feel you with that. Yeah. I'm like switching out some furniture and doing some new things and stuff. And I just want to, when I host, I want to feel completely confident, like welcome into my house. I want to feel good about it. Not like, I hate that. I was thinking that too. I was thinking that all of that really plays a part in how you like show up. Exactly. And the comfort, because for a while I didn't, I mean, not that I've hosted anything now, but for a while it wasn't even a thought for me. I mean, I hosted like the manifestation party. And you do, you will. And Kayla's birthday, but I'm thinking, I don't got nowhere for people to sit. You know, I had that small couch. Yeah. Now I have somewhere for people to sit and I'm like, I need a new TV. Oh my God. If it's not one thing, I I need to really, truly get a new couch. But we can listen to music. I, I'm going to make my house. I want to host and I want to be social in my, my home. I just also want to love it. I want to love it before anybody else comes in. I want to be like, I'm I loving feel, I here. feel that. So I'm going to work on that. And I also don't want to limit myself by saying I'm not going to be here long because I will not be someplace long and be there long. 
and the furniture can go with you. I know. This woman that I follow um, signed signed by Blake or signed Blake on Instagram. She lived in an apartment for a good five years in Chicago. And she was renting the apartment and she flipped and tumbled the girl, did customization. Like she really made it so nice. And she was like, so often people try to tell renters, don't do this, don't do that. Don't change the fixtures. Don't because you're just renting. But she was like, no, this is my home. This is where I live. I said all that to say she recently bought a home mm. and she took all the furniture over there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. But she was like, I'm going to take my time. Mm. I have furniture here. Yeah. Things that can stay can stay. Things that I don't need can go. So yeah. you get a couch that you like and you can move it into your home. Yeah. But right true. now you're living there. I know. And I will like trick myself out of not making it be the vibe that I want. Right. Like, you know, I won't put shit on the walls. Girl, put something on I'll the walls. I'll be like, uh-uh, nothing needs to be on the walls. Put something on the walls. I know. That's I'm gonna, what brings, I'm gonna like, make the it character. Homey. Or maybe you don't have to have anything on the walls, but you can have throws, different. Yeah. You know? Um, I, like, I know you like a simple look as well, but whatever works for you. But I do want to personalize it a little bit. And I know some people, there's some some amazing um, content creators who are, like, on TikTok. You know, the whole aesthetic talk is a whole Right. rabbit hole but this girl has the most cutest apartment in new york and it is a vibe like really it's so cute i'll, I'll show you to you yeah, but she's me. like i love home de- decor same she's changed the um fixtures around the lights like make them really cute and antique like vintage looking just like so many little small little changes that really bring make her personality yeah yes. and bring the character of like the individual person to the residence where I it's not that. just like a you know. Yeah, I saw this TikTok that was like, if you want to know my personality type, look at my home. My yes, home is my personality. I've seen that. <laughs> my home is she my had like a cherry. Yeah, like a red like, toaster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a little cute. basketball above the bed or some shit like that. Yeah. Shot clock. Yeah, yeah. It was cute. Yeah, we have the same FYP. We do. We have the same. It's FYP. giving same. So yeah, the girls are doing things they never did. Look out. Be on the lookout for me, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, We're looking out. Yes. Um, just so y'all know, we're pulling up to New York. We are, um, really exploring live events and doing things in person. And it would mean the world to us for y'all to come out and show us some love. Um, we hear all the time how much this podcast has helped you on your healing journey or your self awareness journey, or just as you evolve into young, beautiful women and to see y'all IRL would just mean a lot to us. This is also a very new space that we're in. Very so new. we are anxious and nervous and um, overwhelmed. Overwhelmed <laughs> is a great word. Overwhelmed. We are overwhelmed. Yeah. And you know, you, I guess you can put yourself, you the listener can put yourself in our shoes whenever you're doing something completely new and, um, you know, unfamiliar and you're in uncharted territory. It means a lot when people show up and say like to affirm what you're doing and the work that you're doing. So, um, in so many words, pull the fuck up, please pull the fuck up, please, please. Definitely. We want to see your beautiful faces in both Los Angeles and New York, Mm -hmm. Los Angeles on August 6th, New York, August 27th. I am so sorry. This mic is giving me the blues, but, um, there'll be open bar. There will be open bar at both. Events. events we love a libation yeah libations are a part of our connecting whenever we're connecting with the homegirls we usually have a drink a cute cocktail a bottle of wine so we're bringing that element and you don't have to worry about it and if you're not a cocktail mommy then that's okay there will be mocktails 
It's yeah. possible. Mocktails. Get a mocktail. Just um, have something in your hand. Yeah. Andres is pulling up with us in New York. So he's going to be providing the vibes, the, the, um, what is that called? The tunes, sonic, the, the sonic experience. Oh. Yeah. Sonically. He's going to be providing the, the vibe there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just going to be a good ass time. It's going to be a real big girls night out. I know we're marketing it or promoting it as a live show because technically it is. But just think of, think of it as your girls actually if you want to come hang out for the night. Because that's going to be the vibe. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the energy. We're going to have the drinks. We're going to have the music. And we're going to have girl talk. And we're bringing a couple of our homegirls to mm-hmm. both locations. And it's like we're just sitting. We're talking. We're connecting. It feels like home. It feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like we invited you to one of our personal girls nights. Period. So um, all the information is on our website. Get your tickets. We'd love to see you there. Also, y'all, the retreat is happening. We are so fucking excited. Half of <laughs> more than half. No, seriously, I'm so excited about yes, this. Yes. More than half of the spots are filled. They're sold up. And this also was a new space for us. And we were trembling, shaking. Lord, please bring them alongside us. We wanted y'all to find resonance in these activities and these like outings, these experiences that we're curating because it's very authentic to who we are yes um individually and collectively within our friendship it's mm-hmm. how we find joy with one another it's how we experience fun with one another and it's just like a vibe we wanted you all to experience it so yeah the fact that so many of y'all are trusting us to take you out of the country to have a bomb ass experience to help you heal to help you connect with other women is just mm, it's heartwarming it's, it's heartwarming. heartwarming it's heartwarming and Definitely. we know in this economy that no dollar spent is ha- happening just haphazardly right you know it takes a lot of you know thought process and consultation with yourself and your wallet commitment it's not it's no easy feat and no. because we know that we um have discounts our initial discount has um since expired it has since expired but if you are a patron or if you want to become a patron you can save two hundred dollars and that's still good Still 200 is 200. That's your airfare to El Salvador. It is. That, that is a plane ticket. So, so you girls look into it. Hopefully, if you're hearing this and you say to yourself, wow, I've never been out of the country. I've never been out the country with a bunch of badass women doing things that girls do. Yes. This might be uh-huh. your sign to come to join do us. It. Treat come yourself. Us. You can don't feel like you have to come with someone. No, there will be plenty of girlfriends there for you to connect with we we got we're we're confident in that confident you're you're you might leave with a bestie yeah not gonna lie so um more details for the retreat are in the show notes again join us over over on join us over on patreon for a special discount code two hundred dollars off you will not regret this decision trust me you won't it's but you will regret if you miss it yeah it's gonna be a blast you're gonna regret that so when you see us having fun and we will be having fun yes we will so last week's episode we're still in the middle of our relationship and you series yes and we had to throw it back we threw it back to a very gym filled conversation with our girl Aaliyah lovely where she talked about manifesting the perfect partner she talked about accepting the way things unfold in your life trusting the timing of your life and just so many more 
Gems. Yeah. Gems <laughs> it was definitely gym field. It was definitely, ooh, we had a time. Yeah, it was so we good. We had a time in that episode. It was good. I was like, this is something I can continue listening to. Yeah. Just reminders that you are worthy. You are. Ultimately, that was a message. You are worthy of the relationship that you desire, that you deserve. And don't stop until you get that. We are not settling for crumbs or snacks. Period. We Wait are on receiving the meal. our meal. Wait on the meal, y'all. So if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you... Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. 
Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Check it out. But this week, this week for our relationship series, we are wrapping it up. This is it. We We are are wrapping wrapping it up and we are going to wrap it up with some relationship destroyers, right? Mm -hmm. There are things that we have to acknowledge that are behaviors of our own and sometimes others that we can identify. But we're going to be talking about some of our own um, and other common ones that can just destroy a relationship. We want these relationships we get into these relationships. But and then, then we ruin them. <laughs> we sabotage them. We sabotage them by our behaviors, unfixed patterns. And unhealed traumas. Yes. Child, because the way these niggas will bring their shit to you. I know the women be doing it too, but you already know how I'm coming. You already know who I'm pointing the finger at. 
You. Oh my. You, you, you. They it's do be crazy. doing some things. It's crazy though. Do you feel like you have destroyed? <laughs> do I feel like I have destroyed a relationship? Or let's not let's not even make it like, okay, you completely destroyed that relationship, but can you identify some of your behaviors mm-hmm. that have been or may be destroying or have the potential to destroy? Yes. Relationships. Yes. And this can be platonic and romantic mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they all matter. Communication and the way we show up matters in all of our relationships. Yes. I could say younger Germany, younger me um, would have definitely tow a relationship up with my ability to emasculate a man. Mm. Uh, someone Inter- identifying Kevin as Samuels a- entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, that's why you're saying someone who identifies as a male. I would definitely eat him up. I walk him like a dog. Walk him, walk him like a dog. That's what I was doing. Walking him like a dog. Ooh. Boy, what? Shut your ass up. It was definitely giving that bitch. Oh God, I hate me. I too. have. I know, but I have. I know. I have, and you know, um, before anybody dragged me, because I don't know which clip will be put on social. <laughs> um. This is the the healed. This is the old me, yeah. not the new healed me. But yeah, definitely that that was a um, terrible characteristic that I had of just like I don't give a fuck. Like if it's fuck me, it's fuck you. Mm-hmm. And that's really a talk. To- that's that's that comes out of me in a toxic relationship. Yeah, I feel like that's the uh, 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 like a part of me that can't be soft, can't be vulnerable. Right. That feels like I have to be in my masculine energy to like beef up on a nigga or a person. Yeah, that's that. That's that. Um, So I don't have to deal with that. I don't deal with that anymore um, because I know it's not right. It's not respectful. Yeah, that can be that can be contempt. That can be seen as contempt. Like, Mm -hmm. right. We're belittling, degrading, um, lack of respect, very sarcastic or even passive aggressive, passive aggressive, no regard Mm -hmm. in. A lot of the times, I, I've been that way, too. I definitely have had a mouth on me. Yeah. I've been very sarcastic. A Sometimes if you feel like, I felt like, you know, and this is a horrible way to feel, but I felt like, you know, you're lucky that I'm here. Like, you're lucky to have me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the gift, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, you're doing someone a favor by being with them but it's like you're in the relationship right but you know that energy where you feel like there's an imbalance or maybe you're bringing more to the table or you know Mm -hmm. that kind of um attitude that can come along with that which is not good but I definitely have felt like that before Mm -hmm. and it wasn't healthy and if you feel like that and if you're displaying these behaviors it's really some self-work that needs to take place because mm-hmm. it's easy for us to place blame on other people but we should ultimately not be in relationships where we feel like it's okay or we have to or we're acting like that yeah agreed and that's when i knew it was time for me to go <laughs> that's when i knew i said this can't work this can't work because i truthfully i don't want to talk about a man like that right i don't want to be like that but when i'm pushed the dynamic is just not healthy. No, it's when not. It's, like it's toxic. It's very toxic and no. It's very unhealthy. What about it's you? It's not good. Um, I can say um, potential relationship destroyer of uh, um, behavior <laughs> of mine. Uh-huh. Get to stuttering when you're talking about your yeah, flaws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> um, so I have this thing where oftentimes if I'm in the middle of conflict in a relationship and you know you're talking about it the issues are at the front door and there's um conversation happening I can put up a wall 
Mm-hmm. They call it stonewalling. Yeah, Stonewall Jackson. They call it stonewalling. Stonewall and they call it stonewalling. Like, I can just tap out of the conversation. Like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it right now. Not answering questions. Being very very dismissive. Um, not receptive to what's being said. And avoidant. Yeah, very avoidant. Um, my therapist told me that. Not this one, but my other therapist, which... At first, I didn't want to accept it, but I can see, I can see it in me that I have a very avoidant um, attachment style. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can. It's just like I, and I'm trying to, it, it varies the reason why I disconnect and stonewall. It's like maybe I feel like very defensive because that is a reaction to feeling defensive. Um, just not wanting to engage in the moment. Um and it's not good. It really makes the person that I'm with just feel not seen, not heard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I'm tapped out. I'm emotionally distant. And yeah, I can attest to. I can attest to this. I can. And I sort of shared this to you when we were chatting. Um, but you do do that. Like sometimes if we run into conflict or something that we need to address, um, and it gets a little like, okay, well, we don't have to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I will make you. Yeah, you will. I'm and, like, girl, and, no. And I, that, that is a role that people have played. They're like, no, we need to talk about it. Kind of being, you can call it the bigger person or the more mature person in the mm-hmm. situation. Because I can just disconnect. And if somebody else disconnects, it'll stay unplugged. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll stay unplugged. Usually, <laughs> usually, though, the self-awareness comes around after the conversation, mm-hmm. which Sometimes the damage is already done, so that's not good. So I'm working on it, but it usually comes after the conversation, and I'm like, "Wow, I was kind of short or rude, or yeah. I didn't handle that the best in the best way." But in the middle of it, honey, I'm like, "You are looking at a gargoyle." Exactly. <laughs> I have turned into stone. I am now cement, nigga. I cannot hear. <laughs> what? What? What's it? No. That's that not is, good. That is not. I'm not good. proud of it. I'm no, not proud of it, but I can. It's acknowledge. a way that you're probably trying to protect yourself, like you said, a defense mechanism. Definitely, it's a defense mechanism. Definitely a defense. And I mean, I think we've all sh- at some point shut down, like you know, don't want to talk, don't want to engage. Like actually, I'm not even here for it because sometimes conflict will just take you out. Yeah, it'll take you out. And if you have enough of the same kind of conflict, it's like this is old. Yeah, this is old. And the only way I know how to um, protect myself from just really being like, fuck you. It's just less. It's better for us to not even not talk, even about, talk it. about it. Or and I'll then be we'll like, circle back because then I'll be like, I'm actually done. I would be like, I could go home or what do you want to do about it? Yeah, exactly. to The solution. What are we going to be breaking up? Or are we like what? Yeah. That's what happens. It gets that. It gets extreme. There. Yeah. It's like, okay, now we got to go all the way to the left. Yeah. Welcome, nigga. Welcome. Right. Welcome. Welcome here uh, on the left. Yes. <laughs> We're getting crazy. So, yeah, that the stonewalling as a person who has done that, it's not good. And if you're someone who does that, heal. Work on it. Yeah. You know, acknowledge it. The first step is acknowledging it. Yeah. And I feel like I acknowledge it. It's easier for me to acknowledge dealing with people who are very good communicators. Like you're a good communicator. My significant other is a good communicator. And when people are good communicators and they don't let you just let that fly, it really makes you aware like, okay. Because if you're dealing with somebody else who stonewalls or Mm -hmm. who's like, you know, not as mature, not as good at communicating, you can finesse. 
Yeah. It's like you stop talking to me and I stop talking to you. And too. that that I've been in that type of dynamic in relationships before. And that's when you have the like extended break. We breaking up, making up. OK, if we done, we done. Then right. Nobody talking and we both. Niggas giving mannequin challenge. <laughs> There's no words. OK, There's no. Yes. We're not saying anything to one another because we both on the same shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you do have someone who's willing to who has to be willing to step up and say, we're not doing that. Right. Until you can come along. We're not. Yeah. Come around. Grab my hand. I will take you there. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of another character or another. Another way that I have either sabotaged or destroyed some shit. <laughs> uh, I think when when I'm kind of up to here with a person and I feel like they're being a little unrealistic, which unrealistic is subjective. Mm-hmm. Um. But when I feel like either we're going back and forth about the same issue, I don't I'm not hearing you. You're not hearing me. We don't agree. I have the the. I typically will become less empathetic and I am a very empathetic person, but my patience will run down to like nigga zero. Yeah. And I will not. I just don't want to hear it. It's sort of like the stonewalling as well. Um, But I I just disconnect. Yeah. I just lose empathy and then I get turned off. I'm like, bro, you whining. You, you, I think you, we share that. You doing too much. I think we share that. I think it's like when um my tolerance for something, which another thing with me is like I have a low patience. So Very low, my low. tolerance it's is on the floor. It's now, on the which, floor. What we're not going to do today. Oh, my God. Drag no, me through no, the mud. We're not dragging you through the mud, but it's no, truthfully. But I um, my patience, my patience is thin. As the old people say, my patience is thin. Mm-hmm. Um. And I definitely have noticed in some situations, I'm like, what are we, what are we really do? Like, you know, just the lack of care and gentleness yeah. will be, be present or not present. Yeah. It just gets completely checked out. I have gotten that, that before, y'all. I know. Like, you actually wearing me down with this. Yeah. I do not want to talk about it. And I don't. And truthfully, I cannot hear you. I cannot see you. <laughs> the Ray okay. Charles Helen Keller. Too. Seriously. Okay. Nigga, don't sign to me. I don't have a cochlear implant. I don't <laughs> want to hear any of it. I cannot actually hear any of it. Okay. Yeah. And, and I don't care about how you feel. Mm. And that's the worst part. Yeah. It's like when a person does not feel like you are, like what they're saying matters. Because I'll be like, I just don't. I don't, I don't, I truly don't. Yeah. I'm done. It starts giving, like, you're just showing up as a bitch. Yeah. And that's when it's time to exit the relationship. Yeah. That's like, you know, this is actually misalignment because I'm a happy and I'm treating you like shit. Yeah. I'm treating you like shit for the sake of, like, not just being like, actually, I don't want to be in this anymore. Right. And that is really the mature thing to do as an adult to just be like, it's not, it's working. not working. That is so hard for us to say. I know. It's so hard to be like, this is not a lot. But then the difference is like just quickly ripping the band-aid off or like pulling it off slowly with the bitchy the attitude. I know. You know, it's like I can just do a quick pull by saying it doesn't work for me, we're done. And maintaining your integrity and the person that you are. Yeah. And being seen in the positive light versus like, dog, she did me wrong. She bitched me out. Hmm. Yeah, now you're the now you're now the, you're the sicko. Right. Now sicko you're the unhealed. Mom. Yeah. You're the unhealed woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So are we getting back on your patience? Um, I <laughs> I can work on my patience. Yeah, that that's one. Lack of patience can definitely be a relationship destroyer because patience is needed. 
in relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's not just your lack of patience. It's the, her response when she has no patience. What's my response? Your response is very much so like, like that meme, that girl is like, <laughs> it very much so gives that. Uh-huh. And, and I shared this with her off air. So this is nothing y'all hearing for the first time. Or so she's not hearing it for the first time rather. But um, I think your, your nature of being so like logical and practical and like very black and white um, and not always like emotional, not that you're emotionless, but not a very like emotionally reactive person. If someone, if, if you, if you explain something or you say something to somebody and they don't automatically just get it exactly where you're coming from or the way you explained it or that, or just your perspective on it, then when they ask like, okay, so what do you mean? Then your tone changes. And then it's like, you're not even soft anymore. You're not even (laughs) gentle anymore. bitch. (laughs) You're like, no, like what we should be doing. It's like, whoa, that's really how you get. I didn't say what we should be doing. I'm just trying to make sure you understand what I was saying. I know, but the way that you try to make sure somebody understands what you're saying is to like come in stronger or hotter, asserting like, girl, the tone doesn't have to change. All you're doing is explaining it in another way. You'd be like, no, we need to get that and pull it over. You don't get it. I'm like, hold on. I didn't She's say that. It. She's giving another. This example. is an example. This is an example. You do do it. And you that's do. another one of my problem areas, defensiveness. And uh-huh. that can be a relationship destroyer. Uh-huh. It's being defensive. I don't like to hear. Mm. What? I don't, don't like, to, like to I don't like to hear what I'm not doing right. Mm. That's another area of opportunity for healing. And when I get defensive, I'm not hearing the critique or the constructive criticism. All I'm hearing is what you're doing wrong. Exactly. Take that to therapy. Take it back. Take it back. Yes. I'm taking it. I, t- I We haven't gotten there yet. There'd be so much when you first start like, okay, this, this, you know. I know. I know. But I, I think that that's, that's great awareness and the deeper you go with yourself, you can unpack those type of things. Like, yo, I it's hard for me to hear what I'm doing wrong. Right, which is why usually usually my response to that is stonewalling or something like that. You know, lack of patience or, or contentment. Right. Contentment. Content. Yeah, contentment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's deep. That, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah. And so that's another one. Defensiveness, not so busy focusing on what you're not doing. Mm -hmm. So you're not really hearing what the part your partner or whoever is saying. And we know that communication is key. The one thing that a relationship will do is hold a mirror to your ass. That's what relationships do. They trigger you. They're going to pull up some things that are laid deep down. They trigger you. They do. Even your I be feeling like I'm getting shot sometimes. It's like, okay, now I'm Cleo in this bitch. Hold on. The tri- I ain't enough <sighs> triggers. I know, I know. Enough. You know another destroyer? Oh, wow. I've had this experience, actually. A destroyer. A misaligner is um, like not sharing the same habit. Not habits. Um, like hobbies and like interest. Definitely. I think that people can definitely have varying interest in a relationship. That's healthy. Like nigga, do what you like to do. If you are into 
whatever you're into and I'm in whatever I'm into, then hopefully sometimes we can come into in and out of each other's worlds. But sometimes the shit is so starkly different that it creates so much contrast that it's like, I don't really like that. Right. There like, needs- I'm not a Comic-Con bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. No Tino no shade to anybody who is, and I always say that, but I'm not a Comic-Con bitch. So do not expect me to sit up and watch anime with you because I'm probably going to be like, yeah, no, I don't like it, and I don't want to go to Comic-Con, and I don't want to do none of the Comic-Con stuff. And there are just so, I don't know if you knew this, but there's Comic-Con porn. Yeah, it goes deep. It goes down it goes in the color. Deep. It goes deep. It goes deep. It goes deep. Well, hold on. So the Comic-Con porn, what are they doing dressing up as a character? Actually, I don't know. Don't Whoever's into Comic-Con porn, don't drag me because I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's like anime porn. Like they're doing little shit. Like it's like square by square by square. Like you open it up and it's like porn. It's little, like a little story and it's porn. Oh. Yikes. And, no, <laughs> Not and that is no shame comic-con porn that's it anime porn that's interesting but i'm just not in like you know i feel like i feel like if you're into these like very niche have these very niche hobbies it, it would be helpful if your partner is like aligned in and finds interest or like yeah i in, think in some of this stuff i think with that like you can be into comic-con right no, that's just an, that's you can just, be into anime or whatever no, that's just, uh, no, I'm saying you can be into that, but there needs to be some overlap. There needs to be some overlap, some shared interests. Yes, yeah, I intersect. think the issue comes when there's no intersect. There's right. no, you know, we don't, we don't come. The Venn diagram doesn't. There's yeah. no Venn. Yeah, you know, there's no middle. A Venn diagram. Yeah, when yeah. things like two circles in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not meeting in the middle. If it's just two circles separated, the Avant. What? Now that we're separated, we can't stand one another. It's really over, baby. That's what he said. Yeah, it's that's really what I'm over. saying. So it'd be given a vaunt. You know, we're yeah. separated. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, circles yeah. don't overlap. It can definitely cause some fucking problems. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you don't like doing what I want to do. I don't like doing what you want to do. The last relationship. Or extreme introvert and extrovert. That's what I was just about to say. It's I was about to different. get into it. My last relationship, he was very introverted yeah. like just introverted like not even want to do little things like you know how sometimes you'll be like remember that time he found you the apartment so you want to take him him out to dinner and of course oh it was yeah, gonna yeah be yeah. me yeah. there too you're yeah. not just going to take him out to dinner so i'm like germany this is the day germany wants to take us to dinner do you want to come oh you're going without me nigga what do you mean going without me <laughs> this is the day and it was always that i'm like do you want to was a thank you i'm not taking Brittany to fucking dinner i'm like do you want to go to the the park they're having djs like do you want to know um all you want to do is watch movies and then you want me to be fully engaged into the movies like i, I don't like tv what is it called cinema cine cinephilia or something cinephilia okay yeah, i yeah. think a cinephile I don't know. I think it's a cinephile. You, you like told me this. You told me that. You told me what that word is. Or it's like, a cinephile. Like if you're really into like idea. movies, you know, that's just your thing. You're mm-hmm. just so enamored by it. And yeah. I'm, I really have a short attention span when it comes to TV. Mm-hmm. Like very short. I watch my little shows, but you know, like really being engulfed and invest. No. So it's like you want the QT to always be sitting watching TV and I'm hella tapped in. And it's like, you know, I'm a girl who likes to be in the streets. Yeah. She said it time after time. I'm a girl who likes to be in the streets. And mm-hmm. it's just, you're going to have to meet me there. <laughs> Turn the TV off, nigga, and get in the street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, extreme misalignment, like in, in hobbies, interests, and shit, that's not, it's not going to work. And I, too, was dealing with a sort of, in somebody who had, like, social anxiety mm-hmm. and didn't want to be out and um, felt like 
a lot of our time need we needed to have these 10,000 hours together just us locked in with one another before we can go out into the world because the uh, nigga what who's clocking the hours who who is clocking well, hours? where, where is are the they time being tallied because we got to go outside and get some of them hours. <laughs> we got I do not want to sit in this house and get Wait, all the hours. Wait, was he saying the 10,000 hours had to be done in the home? No, just us. Two. Mm. I'm like, nigga, that's not realistic. Because I was like, you know, you know, like, I want to hang out with my family. That's what and- I'm saying. If I'm giving you 10,000 hours, that means the family's getting zero. And or the whole whatever thing is else. like, sometimes we got to clock our hours in different spaces. We got to be in my families. We got to be on the streets. We got to be doing little double dates. Yeah. 10,000 hours is 10,000 hours. You want to do 10,000. And his whole idea or belief behind the whole 10,000 hours thing is like, that's what it takes to become a a master of something. What's the little stat? Okay, I I get it. That's they're talking about like if you want to master a trade or something. But the 10,000 hour rule is not just universal where you're applying into any and everything. Like, bruh, and at the end of the goddamn day, I don't have 10,000 hours to just devote to you and only you. It was a mess. Like, come on. My mom had 10, a birthday 000? party. My mom had a birthday party. You're um, getting 10. <laughs> my mom had a birthday party. And it was like when we started, sort of newly started dating. We were already dating for a couple months, but he moved back here. It was long distance for two months. So I was like, oh, you know, my mom's having a birthday party. It's going to be a vibe. It's going to be music. You should totally come. Because right. I'm thinking, hey, nigga, what the fuck? Right. So he shows up all awkward, all weird, stopped and brought me some food. Was I'm like, I there? Yeah. When he brought me the Chipotle and Job was there with the baby. Oh, he, yes. Like he just could not get into the group of things. Like, I'm like, nigga, like, what the fuck? And then mind you, I knew him. He was like, hey. I'm like, nigga, hey. Right. Hey, like, you want a drink? What? We turning up. Hi, no, welcome to. No, was not giving that. He was like, and then I said, oh, can you hold the baby for me? I need to do something. He was acting like the baby what was baby a bomb. What baby was it? Jobs. <laughs> no, and he was thinking like the baby was a bomb. I was no, like, please, can you hold her no. really quickly? No, seriously. I needed to just do something really quick, like grab something. And he was like. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, Sorry. tap in. It's a human. I'm like, that's an innocent child. <laughs> He's acting like I nigga put a live oh bomb in his God. hands. Ah, like it was ammo. Listen. I'm like, I cannot do this. And then then I'm gonna have to deal with the fact is, he was there sitting there like, I wanna go. <laughs> oh, I wanna go. But then also he's gonna be hella introspective later. Then we're going to talk about, I mean, you put me in this uncomfortable position where I had to hold the baby and I was Did not. Did he say in, that? Yes. Germany. Honestly, truly, you know, I have social anxiety and it's hard for me when I'm like, nigga, I did not know that. That would have been one of my prerequisites, nigga. No social anxiety. Oh, no tea, no shade on anybody with social anxiety, but, but it's you. not going to work for me. Yeah. Like I would not. Have, and it, honestly, truly, if you would have told me that I would not have ev- invited you here because now you acting all stiff and like you can't move your neck and like <laughs> just turn around and look to see what the fuck's going on. You acting what the fuck? Tin man. I'm like, move around. Godly. <laughs> Uh, I was just outdone. It was definitely giving you put the baby in my hands. And, you know, I'm just like awkward with kids and I just don't know what. what. And you're way too extroverted for that. I'm just like, okay, that's when I said, oh, noted. Probably won't fucking work. Because then at this point now you're up. You're just so you now now you have anxiety because, you know, bringing him out. It's not going to work. Like, yeah, you know, you know, I do. I I understand you like hanging out with your family, but I do not want to do too much of that. Like, I don't want to do too much family stuff. I don't. Okay, then I'm not the woman for you. You don't want to do. Yeah. It's giving big misalignment. And I also like had another partner who was extremely introverted and we did not do shit for a long time. Yeah. It was always you go. I'll be here when you get back. Damn, nigga. Right. I actually want you on the side of me. 
Yeah. I want you I, next we to all me. I want to do things together. You know how we cut up when our men are involved? It's giving ye. You know. Mm-hmm. Something comes out. It did. It really, it truly <laughs> does. It truly does. Given what? Something what? comes out. What? what? Yes. I'm trying to think of another relationship destroyer. What do we have we here? We wrote some. Girl. Bear with us, y'all. We've been off the dome with it. Yeah. Bear with us. Um, we've been definitely off the dome. Okay. Another thing. Another thing. And I, I have to, I do this sometimes and I try to, I try to manage it and be, you know, very aware of it. Frequently critiquing mm. your partner or even a friend, frequent criticism yes. is dead, is dead, is dead. And I, in my personality, I like things done a certain way a lot of the time. Um, and when it's not, I I can have, I can sometimes point it out. Now you stuttering, girl, what happened? <laughs> Shit, what the fuck? No, it's true. Sometimes I can point things out where I'm like, babe, why didn't you do it like that? Like, why didn't you do it like that? But the, the like that be the way that I would have did it. Right. You know, it's like not really any way that he's doing it wrong, but like I would prefer to not see your it way. done differently. So being vigilant to not critique everything my partner does, even if it's small things, not anything he's doing particular to me, particular to me, but things that I just would like done differently. I try to be mindful of that. Yeah, because... The thing is, like, if you keep doing that, it's like, girl, your way is, it's not your way or the highway or your way is not the best way or I the know. only way. And it gets old really quickly. It gets very old because it's like, you. I'm a full ass adult. And that'd be the tea. Like, hold on. And I have to be mindful, especially like we live together. Like, okay, he can do things the way he wants to do them too. That's my, that's one of the things about living together. Like, okay, so. Yes, that is the thing. Like, you know that, okay, I keep the house like this. And you don't. And I have to watch myself because I'll be doing that in somebody else's house. Oh, yeah. You can't I'm like, why are you doing this? Well, you need to really make sure you clean out, clean each dish after you use it. <laughs> but it's like my my mindset with that is. Because I'm here and I need to be comfortable. Yeah. And you want me here and you've invited me into your space. Therefore, if now I'm it's here, ours. I want to be comfortable, too. It's like when I'm at my home. I keep it a certain way out of comfort, really out of my sanity. Same. The mental health piece is real. Like I can't even sit down and get comfortable with work. Girl. If there's clutter, crowding things. And it's like, it's not my help myself. It's not my house. Yeah. So you are going to have to help. (laughs) And this is me vocalizing it. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's like, the delivery is one thing. Yeah, the directness. The way you're the way you're bringing it, and also like the frequency. Like some things can slide, fly. If it's like okay, you're not doing it wrong. You're just not doing it the way that I would do it. Yeah. Some of those things can fly. And I feel like if it's things that you really deep deep down need, like Andres knows, please don't leave everything everywhere because that's not good for my mental health. And I'll tell him like, baby, you want me to go crazy, don't you? <laughs> I tell him he's like, let me get this because babe's mental health. Yeah, babe's mental health Girl. is on the brink. Okay, I need it to be right. I'll be honest that I toss in mental health to as, I a, do. as a cherry on top. I'm like, my mental health for my mental health. No, it's true. I'd be dead for ass. My I'm peace. like, my anxiety's rising. Yes. <laughs> when I see stuff everywhere, I'm like, babe, my mental health. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, let me get this. In. Don't leave a dish in the sink. Don't do that. 
unfold the dishwasher. Yeah, I'm like my just... mental. I, when the bed's not made, I'm like, babe, you really wilding. I try not to do that because I don't want him to feel like I'm his mother. Yeah. You know, like chilling, like, ugh. but he'll say it like, babe, I just so you know, I didn't make the bed today. And then I'm like, yeah. Although, you, although, truthfully, you know, I used to didn't make my yeah, shit. Yeah, now all of a sudden you're affecting your mental health. The fuck? See? No. The thing is, Andres gets out the bed last, so he always makes it. It always gets made. So now it's a standard. <laughs> now it's the standard. Like, the bed should be made. What the hell, you know? Yeah. It makes it just nice and tidy and clean. But, yeah, always critiquing your friend, too. Always critiquing your friend. That's dead. That's out. That's trash. Yeah, because it's like people don't want to commune with someone who's always got something to say that's on the contrary or negative. Like, girl, yeah. what the fuck? I've dealt with that before, too. A friend doing, being that way with you? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Girl, well, you know, you know, you know. I'm like, girl, hold on. Whose fucking team are you on? Yeah. I need to see. Yeah. We in blue jerseys, bitch, and you in black. So what's good? Get off the field. Period. I'm like, you ain't on this team. You yeah. ain't on this team, okay? We in the field. You ain't. Run it up. Get your lick back. Get your lick back, okay? I'm like, girl, uh-uh. It's not getting Round up the troops. Yeah, no. Period. Okay? Yeah, I don't. The, 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 yeah, the criticism definitely is dead. And nobody wants to hear that all the damn time. Like, what I'm doing wrong. And what am I doing right? What do you love about what I do? Period. And that's the lack of self-awareness. Hmm. That is definitely a relationship destroyer. Being completely aloof about what you are doing wrong or, you know, you're not perfect. That's the tea. That's the tea, baby. Don't put it all on me. Like, you are not perfect. We are showing up as two imperfect human beings in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And with self-awareness, we understand. Yeah. <laughs> We understand. And we can go inward. Yes, we can go inward. We can have insight. And that helps with like a lot of the other destroyers, right? Mm Self-awareness can help you realize that you're defensive. You're critical. You lack some respect, which you need to get addressed. You stonewall. Yeah. Yeah, that's really the T. Wow. Yeah, that's the T right there. It'd be the self-awareness. And truthfully... Self-awareness is really that girl because she'll help you go in. Yeah. She'll help you go in and figure out what the hell really needs to go on and, and help you see that you're not living to your fullest potential. Right. I'm noticing that. I know. But it's just also so uncomfortable because we be self-aware. I be self-aware. I'm like, fuck. Now I got to do something about it. I'm aware. I know. And things have to be done, <laughs> which is the beauty of life. Yeah. That's the beauty of life. The wicked beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few tips Guess we have tips. for some of the like common relationship destroyers, which at the, it was a TikTok. you know, John Gottman, who like is a relationship expert. I don't, he's one of the, he's one of the like top, mm. you know, the top psychologists like, um, girl, it's done lost. It's lost on me. I don't oh, I can't remember, okay. but John Gottman, he is one of the top, very famous, well-known, cl- claimed relationship experts who's done tons of research and, you know, puts forth this information. So he said that these four things were some of the top four relation, um, relationship destroyers, which we've mentioned, which was the um, criticism, mm-hmm. the defensiveness, yeah. stonewalling, and content. Yeah. These are the things that can really in some shit so if you're in a relationship and you want to be in it and you are noticing these habits these are something that we need to definitely address and get fixed quickly talking to myself period and to the other girls out there but okay so if blame and criticism 
Because we do blame people. Girl. Like we said, it's always them, them, what them. What Kanye say? Let's, Let's play, play the blame game. game. I love you. Boy. That's what he said. That's what he said. He did. Um, oh, you know one that we didn't mention? What? That's a, re- a relationship destroyer that cannot be left unsaid. Believing that your partner is a mind reader. Oh, yes, honey. Yes. It's like, you're my partner, so you should know. Why am I having to tell you this? Like, you already know. You're in a relationship. You should know. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Should I, will kill your relationship real quick. Really quick. It really, truly will. You'll start having some toxic, negative thoughts about your partner. Like, damn, this is why I don't want to fuck with him. Comparing them to what other people's partners are doing. And you don't know the conversations they're having. Mm. You don't know that that's just how they show up naturally. And the unspoken expectations will have you up shit's creek without a paddle. Yeah. So the next time you're thinking to yourself, he should be doing this. He should be helping me around this house. Switch that should to would like. Yes. You know, the houses, it could use a little bit of cleaning, a little extra TLC. I would like for you to help me. You should help me is not good. No, no, You know, no, you no. need to help me. You should help me. You, sh- you see me cleaning up around here. Right. You should be picking something up, too. I would really like for you to help me, too. Yeah, I would like to go. You should be taking me out on dates. I would like to be taken out more often. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's a T. I mean, it's a thing. I was talking to Andres about this whole like should and like talking to him, you know, just having chat. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, you know, listening to it like that, like if, especially if somebody replaced should with would like, that would help me as a man not feel attacked. Yes. He was like, then I feel like I could come at it or like approach it with like a solution or trying to figure it out as opposed to like you coming at me all crazy. And now I feel like I got to be defensive and now I don't even want to do what it is you exactly. asked me to do. Girl, fuck you. We really have to take the time to think about our language. Mm-hmm. It, it really, it really, when we're trying to get results. Yeah. Because usually when we're presenting someone with something, it's because we want change. So if we're coming at them like, you need to and you should, because that's just how the words come out of our mouth sometimes when we're not thinking and being um, conscious. It's like, you're not going to get what the hell you want. No, and you need to use persuasive language, not manipulative. Yeah. But persuasive, like an, like an es- essay of sorts. You need to get them to see things the way you see it. <laughs> yeah. This is my perspective. Let me give you some examples as to why I think this is accurate and true. Right. And furthermore. And guide them to where you want them to be. Right. As adults in relationship, we have to we have to stop with the assumptions and just learn how to communicate. Mm. Be direct, be clear about our desires, our wants, our needs so that people can can decide if they can show up and present that and give you that or not. Period. Now, that's really the cheat code. We that have to communicate. Team. We are we are, so many times we don't say what we need or what we desire and then we wonder why we don't get it. And truthfully, then we'd be resentful, but we don't say what we need and we did what we desire because a lot of us are anxiously attached and are afraid that somebody will leave. Yes. And it's like, I don't even want to start no shit. Mm-hmm. I'd rather deal with it. I'd rather clean up the house by myself. I'd rather not go on dates. I'd rather not be treated the way I want to be treated because I don't want to be alone and I don't want to start up no shit. Right. And then they go. And then you know what? Deep down, you'd be resentful. Damn, nigga, I ain't going out on no dates. Damn, I'm cleaning the house by myself. Damn, I'm the only person running the errands. Damn, I'm the only person paying for this, even in friendship. Yeah. You know, damn, I'm the only person showing up. Damn, I'm the only person calling. But you just don't want to just be honest. Yeah. Call a spade a spade and let the chips fall where they are, where they will. And then once the chips fall, baby, then we can decide how we moving forward. In that part. Mm -hmm. That part. 
Yeah. So back to John Gottman. Yeah. <laughs> and um the the relationship destroyers that he said were the most common, which I listed again. Mm-hmm. Blame and criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. These are the ones that can really quickly chop it down, you know, saw saw that tree. So we want to get ahead of them. So like, for instance, if blame, you notice you're placing a lot of blame and you're criticizing a lot, we're going to stop that. We're going to start up these conversations with a real soft approach. Mm-hmm. Like Germany said, persuasive language, talking about how you're affected by things like, you know. I. Yeah. I statements instead of you. Exactly. Like, you know, I really felt like this the other day when that happened, and I just want to talk about this with you Yeah. instead of attacking because that can definitely give you a response that you don't want. And always be curious, like, oh, instead of just being like, I don't like that, I don't know, why are you doing it like that? Maybe spark, let your curiosity be sparked. <laughs> let your curiosity be sparked. Oh, Girl. why do they do it that way? Uh-uh. That's uh, interesting. That's something for me. Oh, I see you do it that way. Where'd you learn that? Yeah. Or why? Because everybody is different. They are. And everybody has their reason Mm -hmm. for operating the way they do. Yeah. So. Release. Release. Release your job. I know. Release your stress. Release Release your trade. (laughs) Release it. Release it. I work on releasing. Yes. Um, So, if contentment is your destructive behavior, a way to offset that and fix it is to build a culture in your relationship around appreciation, respect, gratitude, coming in with some niceness. Yeah. That's what we have to do. It's important to keep that at the center. Yes. Appreciation and respect go a real long way. In Atomic Habits, because I'm listening to that on like an audio book right now, mm-hmm. they were talking about how whatever you invest in, right, it, it shows, it mirrors back to you. And if you want more of a thing, you have to do more of that thing. And he specifically was like, show up nicer, or be more nice to people. And that energy will be mirrored back. And I was thinking about like community and just so many things. And I'm like, it's really true. All of your habits are really like the compound interest of yourself. Yeah. Improvement. And that's one of those things. If you want a better loving relationship, be respectful, show your appreciation, show your gratitude for your partner. And then guess what? They're going to in turn respond in the like. Yeah. They're going to mirror it back to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Those are all good. Um, Defensiveness. If you find yourself getting defensive, then what we're going to do is take responsibility yeah. first and foremost. A lot of the times we're defensive because we're triggered and there's some truth to what's being said. So it's like we just have to own up to it. I know that's usually the thing with me. I'm like, fuck. Like I said, someone's telling me about something about myself that is not good. Becoming. Yeah. yeah. So you just have to take responsibility. And once you take responsibility, you can move on to working on it. Yeah. Be accountable. Yes. Nothing like accountability. <laughs> Lastly, if stonewalling is your defi- um, destroying behavior, then we can implement the practice of meditation, taking a break, speaking up. Like, you know what? Honestly, I want to shut down right now, but I'm going to do what I don't want to do and say how I feel. Mm-hmm. Even saying I don't have the bandwidth or the capacity to talk right now, I'm going to take a break and then I'll tap in with you in a bit. That is better than just allowing nonverbal, passive aggressive energy right. to exist between you two. Like, I don't nigga, I'm not looking at you. I'm yeah. not <laughs> eye right. contact. It's just that. You know, right now, I don't really have the capacity. Yeah. Can we circle back in like an hour? I got to calm down. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. you know, and just being transparent. Right. Saying how you feel, being vulnerable. That is so hard. Being vulnerable is so hard, but it's necessary. It's necessary. Yeah, it's necessary. Truly is. And this just all boils down to being an adult in an adult relationship. Relationships. Yeah. Being adult in relationship, engaging in relations. Mm hmm. Whether it's just your platonic relationship, work relationships, colleagues, friends, lovers. Lovers and friends. friends. (laughs) (laughs) All of that. Yes. It's so important to to recognize and own up to the the, um, not so favorable parts of ourselves and get them in order. Yeah. So that we're not destroying the very thing that we said we want. Yeah. And that's that on that. There's more on that. I really like that. I want to have a conversation about accepting and um, owning the parts of ourselves that are not so favorable so that we can. Oh, wow, yeah. No, I feel like that's a great conversation so that we can heal and move forward and and start to, like, live. Live. Because this shit is keeping us in bondage. It's keeping us in bondage. It's keeping us locked up. It's we won't, bondage. We're it's locked bondage. up and it feels like they won't let us out, but we really have ourselves in bondage. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that on the check-in. Yeah. On Patreon. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for this week. That's it for this week. We are going to let you all go. Yeah. Love y'all so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.